All right, the Utah Jazz get a nice win against the Brooklyn Nets. Let's talk about it. It's the Hoops Nerd Show. All right, guys, before we get into this, make sure you go to Price Picks and use promo code HoopsNerd. They will match you up to $100. If you go to and put $5 on Cam Thomas tonight, that was easy money. You would get an extra $5 or whatever it is. The multipliers are crazy, and it's free money, and it's on the HoopsNerd channel. So go there, use promo code HoopsNerd. I would appreciate it. It supports the channel, and I do it too, and it's a lot of fun. So go check it out. All right, guys, the Utah Jazz get a nice win tonight. They beat the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, before we go into it, Lexalator, happy birthday, my friend. Absolutely. See ya, Lexalator. Happy birthday. Everyone wish uh, Lex a happy birthday uh, because, because it's his birthday. And he deserves a birthday shout-out. So, anyways, uh, let's bring me down here and let's just talk about this a little bit. Uh, Cam Thomas is quite the scorer. He's crazy. I mean, I haven't watched him too much, but he is just a pure bucket getter. And I think on a good team, he's probably a sixth man. He has potential to be the best sixth man in the NBA with his just ability to get buckets. It's crazy. Uh, but this Brooklyn Nets team is just a team of, of parts that don't seem to quite fit together quite perfectly. I mean, they've got a mix of these guys that you want to have, like Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson are both kind of big wings that shoot the ball really well uh but they don't really have that dominant playmaker that they had in kd that got traded away and so i don't know how they're going to do that if there's any way they could get that but they'll be interesting if they ever do uh but that's basically it for the brooklyn nets they're not all that interesting to me uh let's talk about the jazz simone fontecchio doesn't shoot the ball very well in this game but i actually felt like he played pretty well he drives he does a lot of different things he defends there's a lot of different things he does there's nights like this one where he's just completely ineffective shooting the ball which is a little troubling at times um if you're trying to win games and he's starting, but he played good enough tonight that it didn't matter quite as much just because of the other things he's doing. Two steals, three assists, four rebounds. Simone brings a lot of energy and does a lot of great things. So, uh, pretty interesting. Uh, Lowry Markkinen, the efficiency wasn't quite there tonight, but he still does enough and he's efficient enough that it's great. By the way, look at this. Four assists for Lowry Markkinen. Uh, we don't need to look that up, but he is now, I think that was three last game and four this game. So we're officially not worrying about it anymore. Lowry Markkinen is off the watch list for assists because look at this. He's getting them and players are knocking them down. So that is nice to see. Uh, a block shot as well. Markkinen's just really great. And we've, I've done the video about the trade the trade rumors. You can go watch that. That would be great. Um, we'll see what happens. But the reason he's worth those many picks and the why the Jazz are asking for that is because, you know, the, he's worth it to them. And, they you know, if they don't have to give that up and they can keep Markkinen, that's great. And the interesting thing about Markkinen is that he gave that interview to Sam Amick where he said he wants to be here and he hopes no one matches that. So he is aware of that and wants to be in Utah. Uh, and I kind of get the feeling he might be in on the long-term rebuild. So who knows? But anyways, Markkinen's great and he showed it tonight. I mean, the efficiency wasn't quite what it is normally, but, you know, it's 1-3 that it normally goes in. Uh, Walker Kessler had a big-time night and it's nice to see Walker Kessler putting up these numbers. 14 points, 14 rebounds, 
and five block shots. This is awesome stuff from Walker Kessler doing awesome things. It's nice to see Walker Kessler show up and just start to get better. There have been multiple times this season where he has looked dejected. He's looked a little disconnected from the team. He got that rest after that elbow injury from Saboner, and he's looking better. He's consistently stringing together more games, so it's nice to see. Kessler is kind of looking more and more like Kessler from his rookie season, and hopefully he can even get even better. So very nice to see. All right, it's time to talk about Colin Sexton and Taylor Horton Tucker. They had a great night. Both of them were awesome. THT seemed to be knocking everything down, and he was. Look at that, five for seven from three. He was just a monster tonight. Six assists, two steals, three rebounds, and 27 points on great efficiency. And then Colin Sexton, you know, the percentage from two wasn't that great, but he does knock down the threes. And look at that, 13 free throws taken. Just shows his aggressiveness going to the basket. He is not afraid to go. So awesome stuff. And look at this, six assists for both of them. They're moving the ball. I'm especially impressed with Colin Sexton because he is consistently now playing that unselfish basketball. And you got to, I mean, I wonder if he's kind of figured it out too. It looks like, you know, if he passes the ball, guess what? Within this Will Hardy offense, they will find the open man. You will get it back. You'll get it back. You don't have to dominate the ball so much. And so Colin Sexton is playing off the ball. He's assisting the ball in a nice way. Really nice to see. Look at that. 27 points for both Sexton and THT. Just a really nice night for both of them. Um, Kelly Olinick comes off the bench. He goes uh, for four. Let's see. Four personal. <laughs> five rebounds, three assists. Not super dominant stuff from Kelly Olinick, but he's such a connector that it doesn't matter. Uh, Chris Dunn has played better recently. I mean, I don't know if he's rotation level every single night, but he certainly comes out and he plays as hard as he can defensively. And look at this, five assists. He does some just nice things while he's on the floor. And I, of all the players on this Jazz roster, I, you know, of all the end of the bench guys, I hope Chris Dunn stays in the longest because the demeanor is there. The leadership is great. He's just a great player to have on your team. Um, Ochai Baji, look at this. Six for 10 from the field. He goes only one for five from three, but this is this is promising stuff. He had that one uh, pull-up mid-range shot. He is becoming an absolute force in transition. His ability to go down the court, he is so fast, and he is getting really good at getting that ball in transition and just scoring it. Really great to see. Ochai Baji is, you know, we've talked about this, and we talk about it every game pretty much, but there's been times where I've been worried about him, but what, tonight was a night where you see real growth. Look at this. Two assists, three rebounds, one steal, one block shot. He's just doing a little bit of everything, impacting the game. We honestly spent 10 minutes last, last game talking about this. We need Ochai to impact the game as best he can. And look at this. That's exactly what he does. And he gets rewarded with 23 minutes off the bench. A plus 13 of all these bench players. Look at that. Plus 13. So that's great to see. We know the defensive potential of Ochai Baji. We know the corner three is what he can do. You know, one for five from three, you'd like to see that obviously better. But when he's doing this in transition and putting pressure on defenses in transition, it's just a weapon, you know, especially during the regular season. You get wins by by players like Ochai Baji scoring in tra transition like he does. That's like four points that maybe you don't get during the playoffs that you can in the regular season to get better, just better shots and, and more wins. So, ah, sorry. It's really nice to see. 
All right, so John Collins, he had a really nice night tonight. And I one of the things that was interesting is he comes off the bench after coming off the um, the injury list. Uh, by the way, can we just give credit, and I believe he played last game too, uh, can we just give credit to Will Hardy? I know a lot of people out there wanted to be Mr. Oh, Will Hardy this and Will Hardy that. He is willing to change lineups every single night. And John Collins, who I think most people figured was going to be just kind of penned in as the starter uh, with this front court, comes off the bench. And it went well. He plays basically the center position off the bench. And he goes 11 points, 3 rebounds. He knocked down, multi look, 3 for 4 from 3 tonight. Nice to see a plus 5. That's uh, That is Will Hardy looking at at just all the different players and then and making adjustments and he's willing to do it. it we as jazz fans you've got to be so used to the past where it would just be things would would be set in stone uh quinn snyder would come down from mount sinai with the tablets and on those tablets would be the the positions and the rotations and they would literally never change because they were set in stone now things change and they adjust based off of injuries based off of play matchups whatever will hardy's willing to make adjustments and it's nice to see uh one thing that is kind of a bummer tonight taylor Hendricks only plays six minutes 42 seconds but that's likely because john collins comes back and those minutes you know they're precious minutes and so it was nice to see Hendricks getting those minutes before and he definitely took advantage of them uh but with john collins back he may not get quite as many uh doesn't do quite as much but he only plays six minutes so not a lot you can really get on him uh james i love that we try funky zones yes the jazz run multiple things they do a zone defense they do a box and one and they do man to man and they switch it up throughout the game and they're getting better at it you know there's people that talk about that zone and i don't like blah, 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 blah. well guess what the miami heat got to the finals using the zone and prim primarily the zone because they got really good at it not just trying to kind of throw teams off, but being within the zone and doing some things within a 2-3 zone that, you know, and I don't know if it's 2-3 all the time with Miami, but doing things within that zone uh, and little nuances and layers that they would add that really made it difficult on opposing offenses to score and do some things. Well, and I think the Jazz are trying to do some of the same stuff. I don't know if the talent on the Jazz is quite there as it is on Miami to figure some of these things out, but they're getting better. They're figuring it out. Um, game by game, and it's getting better and better, and they're running box and ones. They're running two by threes. Cam Thomas tonight said it kind of threw him off a little bit when they threw the box and one, and he's going to have to get used to that again. It's nice to see the Jazz are trying multiple things to improve. Their defensive rating is still bad, but it got it went up by one ranking. But what it is is the Jazz are just doing different things, and over the long run, as they get better and better at, at adjusting and doing these things, they will get better. The Jazz are probably going to have a lot of trades this offseason. So, you know, whoever they bring on. Sorry, this is terrible tonight. Whoever they bring on is going to have to learn and adjust along with the other players. And there's chemistry issues where you guys, where the players on the team have to figure it out. But they will, and they're getting better at it. And it's interesting. It's working. And they adjust quickly now between the three, you know. And now, as they get better... And this is a lesson to everyone who was talking about Will Hardy is guess what? Over a season, teams can improve as they tr implement new and additional things. 
Now the Jazz can adjust that zone, the box end one, the man-to-man, depending on what the opposing team does. If you've got a guy going off, you know, like Cam Thomas, you can go into the box and one and put your best defender on that guy. The Jazz don't really have a true lockdown guy, maybe like a Chris Dunn, um, but they don't have that guy that's like playing 36 minutes a night that's just an absolute beast defensively where you could do the box and one and things like that. But they're still practicing. They're still working on it until they eventually get that guy. And when they do, that's, they're going to be that much better. Uh, running the regular zone. Just knowing how to do that and make things harder on them. Force them into shots they don't want to take. Especially against jump jump shooting teams that aren't quite as good. If you're good at that zone, you can force them into things they don't want to do. And then obviously man-on-man where you can just play the standard defense. And if your athletes are playing well, then you can go there and dominate in that way as well. So lots of different things. And then obviously within man-to-man, there's so many different nuances that the Jazz are still going to have to figure out. But the Jazz are doing pretty well. And they are adjusting and learning, and it's nice to see. Uh, and it's great for someone like Taylor Hendricks, who's getting used to this. Taylor Hendricks is going to be on the Jazz for the next 10 years. And him knowing all these different nuances and learning them now is going to be so incredibly valuable for them two, three years down the road as they do it. KG to, L- <laughs> to LM. Box and done? That's right. Box and done. Uh, and it's fun to see. And it's really cool, and it makes me so happy that the Jazz have Will Hardy as their coach because the Jazz have a coach that's willing to try new things and adjust and then improve, and then once he gets those things locked down and the team knows how to do them, then guess what? He's willing to use them during games and try different things to throw teams off just to do it. You know, The talent level on this Jazz team is not quite there to really impact it too much, you know, but they do have some defensive plus players. Walker Kessler, obviously, at the rim. Um, Chris Dunn, uh, Ochai Baji can be kind of that type of player. So it's interesting to watch. It's really fun. It's really interesting. So, uh, the jazz win this game tonight. So let's go look at the standings. Uh, this puts them at seven. They stay at seven, uh, Chicago won as well. So the jazz don't jump up in, out of where they are at. They stick at seven. They are looking like they're locking into this area a little bit, but as long as t- if Toronto, Chicago, Atlanta, if these teams keep losing games, they're going to uh, play with the, the Jazz, who might pass them up. I'm, I wonder if the Jazz still want to convey that pick. We'll see. But these next this next month is going to be fascinating to see what happens with the Jazz team because obviously the trade rumors are floating. They've got Jordan Clarkson out there in trade rumors. Um, obviously, we've heard all the trade rumors about Lowry Markkinen and basically this entire jazz roster i mean just looking at it who's available colin sexton taylor Horton tucker they're all available kelly olenic is available uh and then obviously markinen and uh and uh what was it and jordan clarkson who did not play so inactive for utah let's see omer yurtsevin johnny juzang bryce sensabaugh yeah we haven't even seen bryce sensabaugh this year so that'll be fun to watch as well, but we don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be interesting nonetheless. Um, all right, guys, shorter, shorter show tonight. It's late. I am sorry. I had the yawns tonight. It was bad, and I hate it when that happens. It's almost like my body knows when I start doing this, and it starts doing it, and it makes me mad. It's annoying, dumb body. But anyways, here, let's pull this up, um, and let's just see where we land in the lottery. Until we're out of the lottery, we're going to keep doing this. Or at least when we're out of the top 10, because we don't get our pick if we drop out of the top 10. So as long as the Jazz are in the bottom 10, we're going to do 
the lottery. See what happens. All right, if the lottery was tonight, what would happen? Let us see. Holy smokes, Golden State jumps 10 spots for the number one pick. Holy cow, Utah drops to eight, which gets them Nikola Topic. Oh my gosh, Isaiah Collier drops to seven in this one? That's crazy. Stefan Castle is rising, no surprise. All right, nice night. Oh, by the way, I miss Keontae George a lot. Does anyone else miss Keontae George? Because I sure do. All right, guys, it's a short one tonight, but it was fun. I want to give a shout-out to our All-Stars and our newest All-Star, Danger FC. Let's do it. Let's give a shout-out to Dangerous Danger FC, Christian House Money to Haas, Dirty Jazz Car Wash Channel, The Outlaw, Jesse James Nelson, Joshua Hanson, The Danish Destroyer, Ryan Perry, The Legend, Ezekiel Arecibe, The Man from Down Under, Yes, Jake C. Can. See ya, Lexalator, Built Ford Tough, Alexander Tufts, Jorge Arrizaga, Mi Amigo de Abajo, Jordan the Goat, Best Roll, TGD, Total Game Domination, Tyson Price, The Price is Right, Austin, our Grant Editor Extraordinaire, KG to LM, Keontae George to... Is it Lowry Markinen? All right, did we change it again? I didn't notice that. It used to be KG to CB. All right, KG to LM, Patrick Gubo, The Connoisseur, and Robert... Hall of Fame. Guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to the channel. I will talk to you next time.